This is Iron Sports, 95.9, 106.9. We're honored to have uh, former NFL All-Pro from the Oakland Raiders, John Kondo, on the show. John, thanks a lot for coming on Iron Sports and talking a little bit about John Madden. Uh, I know you didn't play with John Madden, but certainly within the Raider organization for over a decade. You have a lot of experience and hear a lot about him, and you've met him a, a number of times. Yeah, uh, first of all, thanks for having me on, Ira. Uh, it's a pleasure, and uh, always good to, to talk to, to anyone uh, about my uh, – about my history, my sports history, really anything in general. But uh, yeah, so uh, my my career with the with the Oakland Raiders began in 2006, and you know the first thing you think of of the Raiders is you know the the old school team, especially growing up in Pennsylvania. You think of about the the rivalry they had with the with the Steelers in the 70s, um, on the you know in the AFC Championship games and the playoffs. Uh, you know, even the Immaculate Reception, all those games that you see, uh, that's my first thought of the Raiders. And you think of one, the only John Madden. And uh, so when I first got out to the Raiders, it was, you know, definitely, you know, something, a different culture than what I was used to in terms of uh, being in California or growing up in Pennsylvania, moving out to California. Uh, but being a part of such a, a storied uh, franchise, it was it was awesome because there were old players that would come, you know repeatedly come back and you get to interact with them uh, from Kenny State where Fred I mean at the time when I first got out there Fred, like Fred Blitnikoff was a coach Art Shell was a coach uh, Jackie Slater was a, a Pro Bowler he was a coach Willie Brown Hall of Famer he's a coach there, there was I think I'm blanking on another coach, but there was five Hall of Fame coaches on our staff that year when I first got out. <laughs> That's of amazing. So, and and then and also all the other greats that come around. Jerry Rice came around. You know, Timmy Brown. You know, uh, Rich Gannon. Those are more your uh, your more of your recent guys. But but the '70s, the guys who played in the '60s and '70s. Oh, Jim Otto, one of my favorite all-time Raiders. Uh, the last guy to to wear the the, the big double zero. Um, got to meet him several times and have a good, good, really good relationship with him. But uh, I was always look, on the lookout for for John Madden. He never really came around to the facility that much. He he he, he did occasionally, and you got to see him pass him by. But the one, the first interaction that I had with him, it was at his uh, bocce ball tournament that he hosted every year with uh, Coach Mariucci. And I went out there and. Uh, you know, they, the Raiders throw the team and played a little bit of bocce, and I was just like, I just want to meet Coach Madden. You know, that's all I want to do. I just want to meet Coach Madden. I just want to meet Coach Madden. And they put all the Raiders. There was about six or seven other guys that were out there, some of my teammates, and we're just kind of sitting in this room. And, and you know, next thing you know, he just comes out of nowhere. And uh, it seems like he just went right to me, and he started <laughs> talking to me. And I, I was like, my jaw kind of dropped to the ground because I was like – does he know who I am? Does he think I'm a coach? Like, and uh, he just started talking to me, and he got, and he basically said, "Yeah, I, I know who you are, like John Condo. You know, the best long snapper in the league. You know, like Oakland Raider long snapper. Been here for you know a couple of years. Like, and uh, I just couldn't believe it. He knew so much about me that I don't. I like it's crazy because you know you just don't expect a, a Hall of Fame uh, type of person who's done so many things for for the nfl and and for uh and for the area that he was living in with the foundation work that he was he was doing uh 
that him to, to know a small town guy from Pennsylvania. And uh, he was really interested in me at that time because he, he was uh, talking with, with the league uh, during that time period about the new rules uh, they were putting in to protect uh, unprotected players on the field, i.e. like quarterbacks, long snappers, uh, defenseless, defenseless receivers, uh, all to avoid, you know, head trauma. And, and I think as a former lineman, he was really intrigued by me because I was a long snapper. And uh, he just started talking to me about the new rules. And he was like, you're going to really love these rules. They're awesome. They're, they're going to prolong your career. And he's asking me my thoughts. He's like, do you, do you feel it is beneficial to you guys? He's actually like asking my advice. And, and it, was just, it was just a great experience, you know, to have that conversation with him. Uh, but more importantly, I think for me, uh, that he like knew who I was. I didn't. I didn't have to introduce myself to him, which is mind blown. Absolutely mind blown. Is me. the long? I don't play Madden NFL. Is there a long snapper position on uh, Madden NFL? Like, you've been on the. <laughs> I've been on Madden. Uh, I don't think there's a particular long snapper position. They they put guys that are on the roster, and they usually fill the long snapper as like a a backup tight end, defensive end. Uh, I know one year I think I was like a an overall 43 defensive end or something like that. Uh, but, you know, it, it's fun because some of my, you know, friends who would play the game, they would always move me, you know, to, you know, starting tight end or starting linebacker or whatever. <laughs> They'd always, like, make me score touchdowns and, and stuff. So it's, it's fun to see that. A little about your career. Um, you're as someone who was a two-time NFL All-Pro. You played in the NFL for 15 years. Um, you started in at Phillipsburg, Osceola, in, in Phillipsburg, Pennsylvania, small town. But unlike a lot of athletes today, you were all state in football, baseball, and wrestler, and given college scholarships in all those sports. And we see specialization in almost every sport now. And you were one of those that you know. School. I know how small Phillipsburg is. You have to really do everything there. And then you were an all state in all those sports. And how did that help and prepare you then for this NFL career, playing all the sports that you did? Yeah, I mean, if I were to offer any words of advice to any young athlete, is to be uh, multi-sport. Now, it's it's really tough because there is a lot of specialization, and coaches put pressure on kids to specialize. Um, and then, and you have a lot of people outside of you know junior high and high school programs that you know get you know see dollar signs in terms of you know having summer camps or or uh, club teams and all that kind of stuff to, to get kids who, you know, we promise them scholarships or, or college coaches that will be in tennis, which there are. But uh, I, you know, if, if you look every year, like this year, this year's NFL draft, I, I always see it every year. Um, so sometime in April after the draft, you're going to get us, you'll see like out of, you know, what is there, 240, 230 some odd picks in the NFL draft. There's usually a stat that comes out and it's, it's almost always 80 to 90 percent of the college or of the draft picks were multi-sport athletes in high school. Uh, and it's it's just mind blowing to see that. Now it's not like they're they might not be playing like baseball or another really team sport, but a lot of it is track. A lot of it is basketball, uh, baseball. You know, I mean wrestling. It's all those sports. I I would not recommend someone just specialize in one sport playing it year round uh, and see potentially burning out but what other sports do or what it does is it allows your body uh uh to, to 
develop other skills that you don't see within your sport. For me, I played baseball. I was a catcher. I caught since I was nine years old in, in Little League, and I loved it. You know, I was in every pitch. You know, I was, you know, calling out plays from behind the plate. I was, you know, trying to get in the heads of, of the batters. I was making a good, you know, I was, I was trying to have a good relationship with the umpires so we, you know, he'd be favorable to our team and get, get good calls. Uh, and all of that right there just made me into the man who I am today and whenever I played in, in the NFL. It made me the leader who I was. I was just a, like, an, it just became a lot more natural to me to be a leader. And I think be, being a catcher, uh, now I don't, it probably developed other skills for me as well that helped me. But, uh, just that alone, it just polished my leadership uh, skills. So it's not so much, you know, playing another sport can benefit your physical uh, uh, attributes to, to a, a sport, but it can also, you know, allow you to develop other skills that you just don't even think that you could could uh, develop. And you went to the University of Maryland, and when you went there, you thought you were going to be a linebacker, and then somehow you became a long snapper, yeah, and yeah. that sort of propelled. So tell us about, first of all, explain what a long, there's some people when I say long snapper, there's a lot of listeners who maybe not know what a long snapper, what the responsibility of a long snapper is, and also how in the world did you become a line, from a linebacker to long snapper? Yeah, so long snappers are basically the center on fourth down plays. So anytime there's a kick and play on a fourth down, so that's a punt, field goal, or an extra point. I am the guy who is centering the ball between my legs uh, to the holder or to the punter. Uh, so it's 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 kind of glorified lineman. Uh, but since the the new rules were implemented, what John, Coach Madden was talking about, it allowed me to not necessarily be as big of as, as a lineman, which I never really was, but allowed me to lose some weight because I wasn't really allowed to be getting hit. Um, but how I became a long snapper, I I punted in high school. I did everything in high school, obviously. So. I was a linebacker, a fullback, uh, and, and a punter. I was, I was all conference in all three of those uh, positions. So I never even attempted a long snap. Now, both my brothers, they're older than me, they both snapped. And, uh, and I always watched them, but I never attempted to do it. So when I got to college, I, I was too small to play right away, so I redshirted the one to gain weight and to build strength or build muscle. Uh, so it was during my, the spring semester of my first year uh, the the long snapper that we had on our roster, he fell out of school, <laughs> and, and and the other snapper who we had the previous season, he just graduated. So we were heading into the summer s- session without a long snapper on the, on the roster. So the coaches were kind of in a frantic and said, "Who can do it?" Um, they basically had open tryouts for almost the whole team just to see who could do it. They said, "Condo, you're you're." You're okay at it. You could get the ball back there in 15 yards. You need a lot of practice. You're no, you're no way, shape, or form a Division One snapper right now, but keep working on it over the summer. So I was like, I was super excited because I knew this was my opportunity to play as a as a freshman, basically a redshirt freshman in Division One football in the ACC. So I worked all summer, and when training camp came along, or two days in the summer, uh, they first day they they gave me the ball for here to see how have you done and I snapped it like you're best you're a guy so they threw me in there and I became a snapper that way and uh, it was probably around week four or five uh, you know prior to that I, I was loving it but then week four or five came around and I just I realized 
then I became a specialist. Now, now coming from a guy that played three sports in, in high school, uh, had scholar, you know, scholarships to, to, to play other sports. And, and, you know, I could, could have went, you know, I could transfer anywhere, really football to walk on just to play. Uh, I was not used to being a specialist. I was sitting there over there hanging out with the kickers and the hunters. <laughs> And, and, and I did not like the conversations I was having with these guys. Cause I was like, these guys are nut jobs. They're, I, I'm not used to hanging around with these head cases. And, uh, and I wanted to transfer. And I remember talking to my father about it and he reminded me about commitment. He just said, John, I'm not going to tell you what to do because you're a 19 year old man right now and you can make up your own mind, but you signed a four year commitment to the university of Maryland and they signed it as well. He said, if it was me, I would honor that commitment. That's just who I am. I'm a loyal person. And if someone believes in me that, that I could do something, then I feel it's only right that I, you know, fulfill that commitment. So he p- kind of put me on the spot and I, I agreed with him. I said, you know what? You're right. I, I want to be that man. I want to be that loyal person. I want to be a man who's true to his word. So I, I stuck it out and, you know, I, I became a specialist, and my college coach by my by my junior year just said, "You can make a lot of money doing this. Just keep doing <laughs> what you're doing." And I always rolled my eyes at him, and uh, I guess he got the last laugh. So I, I had a long career in the NFL, made a lot of money, and uh, now I'm here. Well, so when you're so you're in college, and like, do people do the do the uh, pros come in and look at you? Like, how would they discover a lot? Like, I never heard of long snappers getting drafted per se, but how did they know about you? And did like scouts come from like the Steelers and the Cowboys to look to see how you're snapping? Is that to choose from? Yeah, so I I believe what they saw because I started as a freshman, my retro freshman year, and they saw that you know going in my senior year, I, I as a three year starter at snapper at snapping, we had a punter. Uh, he didn't get drafted after my sophomore year, after my second year of snapping, but he signed as an undrafted free agent. And then we had another uh, punter at the time. He was kind of getting looked at a little bit. But it also helped that we had, I had Sean Merriman on my team. I had Vernon Davis on my team. I had like probably like six, seven other guys that were on the team that, you know, college or uh, NFL scouts were coming in every week, just about every practice to come observe. So while they're there, they're, they probably came out early. To, to look at the specialists, you know, why not? Let's look at the specialists. And we had, we had a kicker at the time, Nick Novak. He had, I want to say, 10, 12 year, year career in the NFL. Um, he was kicking. So he, they came out and they look at me and uh, we were always out there 10 minutes prior to the team uh, getting out there for team stretch, just warming up. And uh, that's basically when they saw me. And that's when, you know, when I realized that it could be an opportunity uh, when I when coaches were just coming out just to watch me snap. And the first and, the first place you went to was I think you said the Cowboys uh, yep, under Bill yep. Parcells. Yep, Bill Parcells uh, was my first coach, and I remember after they drafted me, he particularly said, "John, the reason why we got you in here is because you can make a difference on the cover sheet." He's like, "You're not most like most of the snappers right now, you know, who are backup offensive linemen or or backup tight ends. Well, the tight ends, you know, have, have some athletic ability, obviously." But he's like, these returners are getting better and better, and we need to be covering with nine, uh, ten guys, not a, not nine, you know. So, and and he's like, we loved your, you know, we saw your film. You're always one of the first down to be in coverage. Uh, we also know that you're a backup uh, defensive end or you know outside linebacker. So we love that about you, and that's this is the reason why you're here. So that's that's good. And then you finally got your big break. 
at the Raiders. I mean, we're, we're talking to John Condo, former two-time All-Pro uh, for the Oakland Raiders. And uh, but you got your break at I guess in 2006, and then you end up being at the Raiders. I think for 11 years there at the Raiders. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, I, 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 you know, got released by the Cowboys, signed uh, for an off-season with the Patriots. Finally, I got another shot with the with the Raiders, and it just worked out. I I, I went up there and. Uh, had a great relationship with the punter and kicker, uh, Sebastian Janikowski and Shane Leckler, who, in my opinion, will both be Hall of Famers someday. Uh, you know, just had a great relationship with them, and, and they made me feel real comfortable with where I was at and what I was doing. And, and it alleviated a lot of stress, I guess you could say, you know, when it comes to snapping the ball and specialists and being perfect and, and whatnot. They made me feel good. Shane was just like, hey, I don't care where you put the ball. You know, I'll get it down or I'll punt it. So just get it back there to me. And, and like, just knowing that I had that their confidence in myself, like just made a road of a difference for me as a young, younger guy. And it just propelled me to have a long career. That's, a, that's amazing. I know that in 2010, Jen Nikowski made 33 straight field goals. And I think Leckler led the league in putting at 40 with 47 yards. So that's pretty. And then you met, you yeah. made the Pro Bowl again in 2012. So for a yeah. good three, four year period, you were considered the best long snapper in the NFL. Yeah, I, I would I would say so. Um, I mean, there's snappers are hard to um, to I want to say grade or uh, you know say who's the best and who's not because it's it's very for for the the average person looking at long snappers they wouldn't be able to tell you know a difference when you're looking based solely on the snaps and location all that stuff. Uh, so it's really hard to grade and, and uh, put put the snappers in into like you know one two three four to put them out there like our ranking system. But uh, I always pride myself on, you know, all the intangibles, things that you can't really uh, count on. And, and that's one, being a team leader, being a, being a locker room guy, being a team leader, uh, being, you know, running as fast as I can down the field, getting, getting in, you know, the returner's way. I might not get a tackle, but I'm going to make a difference. And, and I try to like, the way I look at it, I'm like, well, most of the times that I was with the Raiders, most years we, we were always in the top three or five in net net coverage, which is what you look for on a punt team. You don't look at the gross average of a kicker. You look at the net average because that's really what it matters because that's, you know, it's more a bigger average for the team. And, and in my years with the Raiders, we were always tops in the league uh, for net average, and I always took pride in that, meaning that I, you know, made, you know, a bit of an impact with that net average. So that's that's nothing. And, and now you're working in real estate in, in Phoenix. So uh, what yes. are you doing in what do you do? Are you uh, in terms of what kind of real estate do you work in there? Yeah. So I, I, we moved to Phoenix in uh, 2020. Uh, my wife and I, and my family, and uh, she's a former Sun Devil. That's what led us back here. And I got into residential real estate, doing a little bit of commercial. But uh, it's 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 my first time working. It's my first job. I'm 40 years old, and <laughs> life, life is good. I, I can't complain. And it's it's learning new things every day, and that's what I want. I, I don't. Well, if, wanna... I, if our listeners want to want an agent out there looking for a house, I mean, oh, yeah. Palm Beach now. What's your uh, email, or some, how should people get in contact with you? Yeah, so my so my emails. Uh, I mean, it's, my email is john at thecarisgroup dot com. Uh, but you can follow me on Instagram. It's it's a lot easier. My my handle is john dot condo, and uh, it's just j o n no wait no h. Um, or you can find me on Twitter at John Condo, J-O-N-C-O-N-D-O. Well, I really appreciate John coming on and talking about 
at least uh, give us some influence, you know, with the contact you have with Madden. I mean, that was a great experience and being with the Raiders and all that was just so exciting and it's such a loss for the NFL. And, but I think what you mentioned during the interview is that, you know, Madden was just so involved in the rules. I mean, everything from the, from the teaching on, on television and from coaching and from the video games, it's just his whole involvement in football and the growth of football. He's one of the most uh, pioneering forces in all of the NFL. I, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, you look at a guy. He he's with the NFL, you know, from from its. I don't want to say from its inception, but you know, almost from the beginning, and uh, and almost to the day he he passed. Like he he was he lived, breathed, and you know, did everything football. And I think everyone around him uh, valued his opinion. He wasn't some guy that the sport passed by. He was always involved with the sport, which made him very very unique. And, uh, and and made his opinion very valuable. Well, I really appreciate you coming on I Run Sports, and uh, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you.